See it? Mm, yeah, I see it now. Ah, I see you've uh, permanently it's disabled. It's disabled. Disabled. So how'd it go? Did you get uh, did you get syphilis out there or not syphilis? No. What's it called? Hepatitis. Um, I knew it was one of the itis. Tetris. Tetris is what you're worried about getting did out you, there. Yeah. Did you get Tetris out there? Um, no, no, I wasn't crushed by any blocks. Um, crushed. Crushed. But I can no longer wear, wear my boots inside the house. Because they're muddy. Uh, no, actually the mud isn't the problem. I really should have took a picture of it, how bad it was, because it rained last night. So, um. Oh, that's right. Doesn't yours have concrete floor out there? What do you, no, not the one I went to. The one I went to today was in Pontiac. Mm. And it's a shit hole. So, Shout out to GM brands that have gone away. Uh, yeah. Well, it's in. Yeah, it's actually near the one of their stamping facilities and their propulsion center, like where they Pro- where all their dinos and la- stuff are. Propulsion labs. Um, there Would are you get, some. Labs did you get anything there. interesting? Not a damn thing. I really. I, I don't know where that 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 V six that I thought was there was. But it wasn't. I couldn't. I couldn't find a Toreg other than one that I think they were trying to sell the whole vehicle. Because mm-hmm. this one's got. They've got like you walk in and they've got a little lot. Actually, mm-hmm. both of them do. They've got a little lot where they, like a pre lot. Yeah, where you can buy the whole cars still. Hmm. Um, and yeah, you should have bought it and parted it out. <sighs> it's a V eight. Mm. I don't know. I didn't ask. I, there was a fucking line. I, otherwise, I would have asked. That's less desirable. Yeah. It was the. It had a, uh, it had a gray a... leather interior, and Ooh. it was Ooh. not. It was okay. I need to find one in our lot and find seats. I need to get new seats. Front or rear? Or, or I might front. I might just order a new cover. I would just order a new cover. I feel like that's. Yeah, I don't know if they they might be NLA though. I mean, couldn't you get someone to make a new cover? Yeah, probably. Or I could I mean, just cover it with something. My wallet wears a hole in it. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what happens when seats get 10 years old. They just go to shit real quick. I think it's it's almost 20 years old. I guess that's true. Right? You know, what year 2004 is it? feels like yesterday. Yeah, I guess. I know, right? Yeah. 2004 doesn't seem like 20 years ago. It's am- it's amazing. It's just 17 years amazing. ago. Amazing. I guess that actually brings up what I wanted to talk about, which was the, the age of the tip. No, the no. age of the int. The age of the int. By in, by int, I mean interiors. Oh yes. So, because I was thinking about this, um, because uh, I draw, so I've got an O2 Durango, as you know. And I that do. might have the worst interior of any vehicle in the last 20 years. I don't know why you say that, though. I didn't think that was that bad. It's not. It's Like, that's got those, uh, that's got the switches, like the window switches are the ones that are like straight up and they've got like a nub on the end, right? Yeah. They're, it's, it's yeah, not. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, but he, so here's what bothers me about it. It's super basic. And it's, I, there was a, I was thinking there was a, there was a positive for it, and um, 
the positive being uh, it's like super easy to clean and there's not much going on to it. So nothing like like your Toreg has a bunch of like texture crevices. So- yeah, and yeah. there's a lot of yeah. like the 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 material starts to wear off and stuff. You don't have mm-hmm. that problem in a in a Durango because it's all just shitty, cheap, hard plastic. Colored plastic. Yeah. Like the entire yeah. the dash isn't even soft, which I don't even know how that's legal. I thought you had to have some sort of soft padding. Yeah. yeah. So if you hit it, and I just think about like. Because yours, yours is an 04, right? So an 04 mm-hmm. and an 02, same vehicle, or like the same, they're going same. after the same customers. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Full-size SUVs, big, uh, you know, you get a V8 in them, you know. know yeah. What, 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 300, they're both probably 300 horsepower vehicles. Yeah, mine's 205, I think. Okay. But mine's the lowest. Mine's got a base model engine in it. So okay. But anyways, like the difference in interior feel between your Touareg and my Durango is just like because the the only soft touch surfaces are the steering wheel that's a little soft, <laughs> <laughs> and then the two and then like on the door panel where your arm your arm sits yeah yeah and then the arm and then the arm rest that's for the the center console is a little soft. Mm-hmm. Your car has like quite a few leather, or I don't know, at least vinyl cover surfaces, mm-hmm. and a Door lot panels. of texture. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of detail. It's like it's a it's a much nicer interior. Yeah, but it was mine was forty nine base. Yeah, but I think Durango's were that. I don't. Mine might have been a little less than that. Mine was really expensive for a base one, even. Okay. I mean, maybe that's what. Maybe because mine is a sport, and maybe because a V ten a V ten Turing's like seventy or eighty. Yeah. Okay. So you're in the high end car market at that point. But I, uh, I don't know. Maybe that was just the weirdness of Volkswagens in the uh, in the two thousands. I'm gonna look up the MSRP right now. Yeah. So V six was thirty five nine. So. Thirty-six thousand. The V10 was fifty-seven, so sixty thousand. So yeah, they were pretty expensive. All right, we'll see what a so at, but, was okay. Forty-two. All right, so all right, so mine was thirty-one new, and yours was how much new? Thirty-five nine. That's not that much of a difference, though. That's true. That's true. Like and mine's and, full. The only thing is yours is yours four-wheel drive or all-wheel drive? Uh, mine's four-wheel drive. Okay, so mine's full-time all-wheel drive. The, so the mm-hmm. fuel economy might make the big difference in purchases. What what is what is mine's well, mine's like the, the so the auto blog from that. So it's a, it's a 47 V8 13 in the city, 17 on the highway with a 4x4. Let me look. My I I can't even imagine mine's near that much. Oh, six never mind. Th- Sorry. Six six thousand four hundred ninety four pounds. What? That's how. That's how many. <laughs> that's how much it weighs. It's very oh, heavy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure Durango weighed that much, right? It's body on frame too, right? Yeah. Um, fifteen hi- city, twenty highway. Okay, it, that's it, not that much it, different. It does not achieve either one of those. 
Yeah. Okay. So okay. So okay. Never mind. Mine. The okay for a sport, which is the one I have, the MSRP for that was twenty five to twenty seven thousand. Oh wow, that's super reasonable. Yeah, that's a quite a bit difference. Oh, but that only has two hundred and thirty five horsepower. Yeah, but but three hundred foot pounds of torque. So that's not, yeah. Mine's two twenty. That's not that bad. How much do you have to to get up to your price? You'd have to get like an RT. I remember my um, my grandma having an RT, and it was pretty. It was nice, but that was with a with a five nine or f- uh, five seven. No, five nine, five nine. Yeah, the five nine was good. They put those in the uh, Jeep Cherokees. The Grand Cherokees came with five nines, and they were like a powerhouse. Yeah, that's because it's like the same small block Mopar since nineteen seventy two. Yeah, the five nines were sweet. I like the four sevens. The four sevens, I, like in talking to people who like worked on both, I think more people the of the people who worked on, they'd rather have the four sevens. Right. But I that's cause, I just had like a weird hard on for uh, five nine Jeep Ch- Grand Cherokees back in the day because they came with the they came with the hood louvers and the special ground effects package, okay, yeah. and they came like that was like the top of the line trim. It was all decked out. What year? Um, probably O two around there. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I get that. Yeah, I get that. But what made me think about this is is so like the vast difference between my shitty Durango and your shitty Touareg in terms of interior quality. And like your car, your car, like driving your car, it it doesn't feel like it's twenty years old. Driving the Durango, I'm like, this is thirty years old. Yeah. Okay. I understand. Yeah. That's that. That's the main thing because it feels like it's something out of the '90s or even the '80s. And then, mm-hmm. and then, what makes me think about this is I is is the where. So I've got a I got a work truck that I'm currently calibrating right now, and to mm-hmm. get to it, I got to walk through a bunch of uh, through the emissions lot. Mm-hmm. So I'm walking past all of these brand or all of these proto. Um, Grand Wagoneers and the new Grand Cherokees, and I'm looking inside of them, and I'm like, "Holy fucking hell! What the? These, these, these are, they're they're so fucking nice inside of them." What does proto mean? Prototype? Um, yeah, prototype. I, I I don't know. There there there's specific levels, but it's it's they're. I don't I don't I don't know I don't they're know. They're just like code. they're just like pre-production prototypes. Yeah, they're pre-production. I I don't I think all of these would not be sellable. Right, they're early enough that they wouldn't be sellable, but they just released like they had the the releases for all of them, so they mm-hmm. take off all the all of the before they're like they got camel on them and the yeah before they block but, stuff yeah, but they take all that off and then you can finally see inside of them. They, they don't want people to see inside of them because like the pre production like the truck I have is pre production and like a lot of the trim is like missing texture and stuff. It's just like flat. Mm-hmm. Just a flat, glossy panel that'll eventually yeah. get grained or something. Uh, I feel like sometimes when they make pre-production vehicles or or like camouflage vehicles, the camouflage attracts more attention than if they just left it. You know what yeah, I mean? But you don't know what it is still. I know, but like if you were just driving around like a Dodge pickup without all like the zigzaggy yeah. camo on it, it. 
it would probably draw less attention, especially in Detroit, than it does when it's got that shit all over it, and everybody's like, "Oh, what is that? I got to get like eighty pictures of it." Yeah, but but the, the, at the point that you can tell what it is, it's already been released because there's like different. Um... They, I know sometimes I'm gonna, they I'm put different. Try and find a picture for this. I know sometimes they put different bodies and stuff Here. on them too. This is the main thing. So yeah, it's it's they put these pan they put these bags on them. So this this picture here is what they would have looked like before they get released. And yeah, know, obviously okay. people take a picture of it, but what the fell what are you learning looking at a car with a bunch of like bags over it? Right? Yeah, I I had heard I'd seen that picture early on and everyone thought that was a Volvo. Yeah, exactly. And then like this stuff. So this is what they look like. So because they, they they have they all look like this, mm-hmm. and then they put this over them. The bag and then stuff. The yeah. second they get released, or this is what they've been looking like a lot of the time running around. Um, but then once they're done, they just take it all off, and then they look like this. They look like just a car. This guy, this guy right here, probably got fired. Why? Because uh, he should definitely have all those bags, like this stuff on top of it. He shouldn't be. I mean, what, what, what's the date of this picture? Yeah, this is in September of last year. Yeah, he it it should look like this driving around. Yeah, like in that. Tulsa. Hmm. Why do they? Uh, I, I guess I don't understand why it matters. What do you mean? I don't. Because they don't. I don't know. Because because. Because they don't want people to see pictures like this, right? They don't want the general public looking at pictures like this. When in reality, because one, things might change. Oh, I see. I see. Because they don't want people's expectations to be something and then it's something else when it's built. Yeah, especially when the way they actually look is like... I mean, Yeah, they just released it this week, didn't they, the Wagoneer? Yeah, like last month. But, I mean, that's how they look. And and that's not even a good picture of one. Right. (laughs) In person, they look... They're huge. This I is saw pretty, the article for it. This is a pretty good picture of them. They're Are they? Uh, they're like Durango sized. Uh, no, they're truck sized because they're on a oh, really? they're on a they're on a uh, a DT um, platform. Oh, yeah, that's just a concept. But Kevin's huge. gonna have to work on those. Does Kevin? Yeah, Kevin works on Jeeps. Yeah, Kevin will work on these. They're huh. super nice. But look at these interiors inside of them. The interiors are the... 87000 is what it starts at? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. How, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's great. That's it's like great. a Suburban. Yeah, that's what they're competing with, right? Oh, wow. I mean, it's... Oh, wow. I mean, look at the pictures of the interior, right? It's third row. None of this nonsense middle seat in the second row. Do they wow. have one with the pictures of all the screens? They have... Look at all the screens. There are seven screens inside of these things. Oh my God! There's is one. that a screen in the passenger side? Yes. Oh my God! They had a picture of one. They they play a. Uh, they had a. They had a. Uh, they had a. Um, what well, What's the passenger screen do? What's that for? I think you can play games on it. <laughs> oh my God! Um, what What's it? Uh, fireplace. They have they you know they play the uh, you know YouTube fireplace. Oh yeah, I see it right there in the middle. Yeah, there you go. That's what they want you to see. Oh That's what they want God. you to think. That is unnecessary. Here, what does this one say they have? Yeah. 
We'll talk in a year. For, for anybody not looking at this, this is a picture of the new Jeep Grand Wagoneer with an ungodly amount of screens on it, and it's got a fireplace. So they also what have was screens. that? What was that? What was that tank in the front? Is that for the air suspension? I'm assuming that's for the air suspension. It's oh, a well. big tank for air suspension. Yeah, because yeah. it's the quadra lift. Allow both axles to lower simultaneously. Whoa. But they got they got screens in the back too. Like, yeah. Look at how much space that is. Look at those oh, screens. Oh, I see it. Yeah. That's yeah. That's a I don't know. I at a certain point I mean, holy fucking shit. We're just gonna have full it's Was just that Macintosh? It's a TV. Yeah, look at that. They're, wow, that's fancy. I'm sure that's like a ten thousand dollar option right there. I remember when that was like the shit back in the day. Probably still is. Look at that. That's a nice little detail right there. Yeah. So this is what gets me on this. Like the details on this. This is this is some of the stuff that your Toreg back in 04 has. Like little details like this. And it's, yeah. I don't know. It's nice to be working at a place that has details like that, at least on. It's a, it's a leather-wrapped start button inlaid into wood. Oh, look at that. It looks very nice. Well, definitely. It does, it does like look that. nice. So I'm so here. So it looks is, nice. It's just way bigger than anything I would ever want. Oh, like the Atlas bigger. is already too big, so that's going to be way too big. Well, this is this is on a tr- this is body on frame. Yeah, this is this is pickup. Yeah, this is a this is a Ram. <laughs> With uh, that's for like if you have like a fleet of children, like if you've recently yes. birthed like a small litter. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I want to know. So like, what market is an Atlas trying? Because because the new Grand Cherokees that, haven't have the the same the interiors are like the same trim and stuff. So I was told, and this was originally the Atlas was priced at a hundred dollars below a Ford Explorer because they were trying to take Ford Explorer customers away from the Ford Explorer. That's like that's like that's like the most boring sales strategy ever ever. And like, now and now the Atlas outsells all of the other models like three to one. Like we can't get Atlases in fast enough. All right, here, let's look at these. I, I haven't even. I, I there's a bunch driving around because there's VW of America is like across the street from our headquarters. And the Atlas Crossboard is getting very popular too, even though I'm not like a fan of the whole coupe-looking SUV oh, thing. So there, are th- I don't even want to. Let's not. Let's not go into that quite yet on how awful things have gotten. So this is a. This is what the interiors on them look like. Yeah, it's a three-row. Yeah, it's a three-row. We got any interior shots? You can right, get, that's not bad. You can get really nice interiors on the SEL premiums. Mm-hmm. But the base ones, I would say, are pretty. Uh, mm, they leave more to be desired. They're pretty plasticky. I mean, in my mind, this is the, this is probably more competing with like a Grand Cherokee because the, because they've got a new Grand Cherokee coming out that's got a third row. Oh, okay. And this is it's, it's going to be smaller than the Grand Wagoneer, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. I don't I don't think Volkswagen's going to get into building. Truck SUVs? Anytime no, they're no no way they're going bigger than that. Do, do they even have Touregs anymore? Yeah, everywhere but here. <laughs> they killed Why? it off because did the, is America, the Atlas supposed to be bigger than them? Yeah, the Atlas is like twice the size of a, oh, a Touareg. Okay. All right, that makes sense. 
That's the Atlas is very American. So the Atlas is only sold in America and China, I believe. Okay, that makes sense. And in, in China, it's called the... Uh, I don't remember. But, but it still- comes... It comes with a VR6 Turbo over there. But it's still just front-wheel drive? No, it's all-wheel drive. But but is it, like, is does the engine go the right way? No, it's four-motion. That, why did, why, that's... Beca- because, because Volkswagen has built... Volkswagen from the firewall, from okay. about six inches outside the firewall, and then about eight inches behind the firewall, every vehicle they build is the same. Okay, I guess that makes sense. The Tiguan, the Atlas, the Jetta, the Passat, the Turing, I would assume. I'm not 100% positive on that. And the the Turan, mm-hmm. the T5, they're all the same. They just build the front. They build the firewall section, and then they change the ends of it. The same thing with the TT, A4. They're all MQB. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. They, that's how they got their costs so low on manufacturing. Is they just build one engine bay setup yeah i know i get it it's just silly because it's the wrong way to put the motor yeah which i guess is which i guess is jeep's opposite strategy we're just going to put it the right way and but do they make front wheel drive jeeps uh yeah compasses and cherokees so like in california in florida and arizona and stuff you don't find a lot of and i didn't know this there's hardly any all-wheel drive atlases that makes sense. Because they only need two-wheel drive. Yeah. The first time I saw an all-wheel, a two-wheel drive Atlas at work, I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't even know you could get them in two-wheel drive. And then I was like, I had it in the air, and the rear wheel was turning very easily while I was checking the brakes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's... that's." And then I looked underneath, and I'm like, this is very strange. We must do the same thing with all of our stuff, because I know you can get... I think you can get everything as, as two-wheel drive that we make and or that are Jeeps and, you know, a Jeep should be, you know, four-wheel drive. Yeah. The only thing you couldn't ever get two-wheel drive is a, is a Touareg. Okay, that makes sense. Cause it was, that, was, that was always all-wheel drive and that was always longitudinal. Because you can even or, get a, because yeah. you can get a, I don't know, you can get a, which is surprising. It's very surprising to me that you can get a two by a two wheel drive Grand Cherokee because we're looking at getting a new Grand Cherokee for Carrie, and you can get a two wheel drive Grand Cherokee. Even up here, I can find a few. Which of would, them. which would that be front wheel drive? No, that'd be rear wheel drive. Oh, okay. That'd be proper proper skids. Proper way to make you know your fucking rear wheel drive vehicles, man. 300 horsepower of V6 thumpery. Hey, Volkswagen builds a rear-wheel drive vehicle again. What? The ID4. <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't make... It's it's just like the Type 1. It's just like the Type 1. It's rear-wheel drive, rear engine. It is... Let's not... Let's start, let's not start making comparisons it's, it's, it's to things exactly that Volkswagen like, failed it's, to do. It's got no cooling system. It's rear-wheel drive and rear engine. So, it's pretty much a Type One. It does have a cooling let's, system. I lied. Let's, let, 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 let's hold off on that one for a second, because God damn, there's a lot of points that can be made on those blobs, amorphous blobs. We're, we're gonna call it Type One V Two. No, 
No, there, there's already a Type 1 V2. And it had the yes, engine in the wrong place. Yeah, it did. They did two of them, and they did them both wrong. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, this is what I don't get. I don't understand why you can't get like an SRT Grand Cherokee two-wheel drive. Like their whole thing was make it a big deal about it being four-wheel drive or all-wheel I didn't drive. Know, I didn't know you couldn't. You can only get an SRT in all-wheel drive. I think so, yeah. What the fuck I do they call them? Trailhawk or Streethawk or... Trailhawk, Trailhawk. Hell... We can always go with the good old-fashioned Hellcat Grand Cherokee. You should have had, uh, had a special guest, Kevin, on this podcast. We should. We'll do that. We'll do that when, he, when, he, uh, when we figure out how to do any of that. And, yeah, but we uh, could just do it just like we're doing. Hate hates it. I know, but we have to plan these sort of things. Yeah, we'll have to mail him a uh, eBay microphone set. We'll just we start drop. We'll just start drop shipping our special guests. These oh, we should ten dollar eBay microphone sets. That'd be clever. I don't know what I'm finding here. I'm finding nothing of any value. So yeah, so yeah, these cars are fucking huge. That's the main thing because the this whole parking lot I have to work walk through is just nothing but giant fucking vehicles. But what you were getting at was what you were getting at was the interior quality. What oh you yeah, had, that too. You, you were talking about something about. So the interior. You were, so, I assume you were headed down the longevity road, maybe. Well, no. So like, okay. So you so you have an O2 Touareg, and you kind of know what that was like new. The difference, like, how has VW improved or declined or stayed the same in terms of interior quality from 2002 to to now on their premium product? Fundamentally, I'm gonna. This is gonna hurt some feelings. Okay. There's, there's. We don't have a lot of listeners, but we've got enough to where <laughs> this is gonna hurt some feelings. Mark Fours. Yeah. And this isn't a biased compliment. This Mark Fours had the best interiors. So like uh, oh ninety nine and a half to oh six, yeah, because they had soft touch everywhere. Everything yeah. had like leatherettes, you know, or vinyl or whatever. Yeah, and they they were durable. They lasted a long time. They could be cleaned. Yeah. Then they went to the Mark Five, and it had pretty decent stuff. Yeah. But the but they but they wore just terrible. The headliner okay. shrank back. They just wore horrible. And then, and then the Mark Six, they tried to compete with the Corolla. So they went, so they went, just fucking hard plastic everywhere, everywhere, and it was a disaster. And they realized, like, we're not in that segment. We can't compete. Dial it back. Dial it back. Yeah, yeah okay. So now they've gone since then to more of the refined interior, but even then, it's not it's not as good as it was. So it's. It's it's still a lot of hard plastic stuff, but the higher end, if you get like an SEL premium or something, yeah. not so much on a Jetta, but like on a Passat or a let's or talk an Atlas, Atlas. or let's something. Talk an Atlas. Yeah, if you get an Atlas, it's very nice. Okay, you can get multicolored seats, like where the middle is a different color than yeah. the sides. You can get different material appointments. You can get a leather wrapped steering wheel. You can get heated everything. It's they're they're pretty nice for for okay. SEL premium. But the Jettas, yeah, they're just, I, I'm not, I don't wow me. I 100% agree with you. It's just, it's amazing at how, like how high 
like especially the the point on the Mark Four is how high, because you're right on everything. Everything is soft. It's it's just it's just like it's like a master's course in how to like just do an interior. Just, and, it, went, and it's not it's not even that spectacular. It's just no. really good in every way. It was it was just so well done in every aspect, and then. Everyone's big complaint is, well, the soft touch wears off. Yeah, but from the time that it's not wearing off, yeah, it's so exceptional. Who, who, yeah, do you know who cares about if soft touch wears off or not? People who the buy fifth new cars. Owner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like nobody. I, Carrie's not when Carrie's looking at Jeep. She's not like, is this going to wear off in seventeen years? She's yeah, like, is this in 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 yeah in two thousand fifty? Is this going to look like shit? I don't care. Because I guess that's what I think about the most when I'm like, I'm in my shitty 2002 Durango, and then we go to these dealers and look at new Durangos or Grand Cherokees, and it's like, we're looking at like relatively base level stuff, and it's like, very nice. Like, there's still some hard plastic, especially in the doors and stuff, but, but I don't know, I don't know how you would, I don't know why you would make a door panel, like, in like the place that you're able to kick it, where you put like your water bottles and shit, nice. So right, right. So that's how it. they. So that's how the Mark IV was. The Mark IV, the whole door panel was made out of plastic, and then they wrapped it in like this vinyl. Either the, the whole top door. part. No, the whole door. Oh, the whole door. Yeah, the whole door is like plastic wrapped in a vinyl. Because I guess I'm looking. I've got this this A3 door panel over here, and the only thing that's vinyl wrapped. I mean, it's a nice looking door panel, but the only thing that's vinyl wrapped is the. Like armrest section, and the then bottom the, half of the bottom half of it's plastic on hers. I think so. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's definitely so, plastic. So that's more Mark V style because that's what they went to later. They did the top half by the window, and then the armrest area was vinyl wrapped, and the rest of it was just hard plastic. But on a Mark IV, the entire thing is vinyl wrapped. Really, I I never even noticed that part. But and then so so. That was like the pinnacle of. That's why I always say like this is the nicest interior you're ever gonna get because they never went back to that because people said it smelled like crayons. <laughs> they bitched about the the soft touch wearing off, and I thought I always thought this is amazing. Like I just thought it was great. I thought it was a brilliant interior all, all around. Other than you couldn't get black headliner. You couldn't get a black top third without buying a special edition. I mean, that kind of makes... I mean, but how many regular customers care? Probably not many, but I like all black interior because it doesn't get dirty. So yeah. you could only get the top half black in a GLI, a 20th, and a 337. Everything else okay. was either gray, tan, or like uh, beige. Yeah. And you I they they all looked like shit. They all looked like shit. <laughs> You and Carrie would have a good time agreeing with me because we're going from like Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee, and every time I see one with a tan interior, I get all excited, and then see, I realize that's a bad idea. See, it looks really good when it's new, but it wow. doesn't look good later. The the other thing that is definitely something that is there for a wow factor on day one, but I know is bad, is uh, they have you know colored stitching. Like a colored French stitch. Right, yeah, yes. And I'm like, yeah. I know this looks really good today. <laughs> it looks great right now, but is it going to look good after I drive on it 20 times with sweaty hands? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt about uh, when... I had told you that story me and Mike had done 
lots of detailing on Cadillac yeah. Escalades and stuff. Yeah. They came with they came with like a they were like all white, weren't they? Yeah, it was like ivory. Yeah, it was yeah. like cream. Yeah, yeah, it was a cream interior, and the the floor would show anything you dropped. <laughs> it would just get terrible, and then they would always someone for some reason would always spill red. Yeah, something red or something blue, and it would yeah. ruin the floor. And then yeah. they're like, "We need to get this out." I'm like, "I 100 percent am never going to be able to get that out." Dude, my dad had an affinity for Grand Marquis with white yeah. leather interiors. At least those though, the dash was gray and the carpets were gray, and he would have to he'd have to get the the seats. He somehow he got the seats clean, but I think he had to have them like bleached or restained or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he got the he got the seats to look clean again. Why? Okay, so my question is, why do they do that type of interior? Is it for like an initial like this looks good, or is it because people actually want that color? I, so I think so. I think that's is there is there people requesting this yeah, type of interior? I'm I'm gonna go with because the the cars you st- you saw on it like ten years ago mm-hmm. were like Escalades, most Cadillacs actually a lot of Cadillacs yeah yeah, yeah. and then this Grand Marquis sticks out to me so I think it's old people I really think it's old people will request that because like they're not 50, dirty well fifty year well fifty years ago I think white vinyl interiors was was not terribly uncommon right and that was a really nice right i'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. of cars you know like like from the 60s 50s, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 yeah. that were white interior that was a big deal option but but the difference was steel steel door panels steel dash <laughs> hard like epoxy yeah. steering yeah. wheel where you could just like spray everything with bleach yeah. and cleaner and it would wipe down it was not a big deal now if you do that on all these like leather trims and stuff, it just destroys it and looks like terrible. Yeah, and and you know, fifty years ago, people weren't driving around with blue and red drinks. Yeah, know, with their fucking kids spilling shit. Even uh, one thing I did notice, and Mike can probably attest to this: if you had white or the cream interior on a Cadillac Escalade and you wore jeans a lot, blue jeans, yeah, it would stain the seating surface with blue jeans. So Ralph Giles posted this on his Instagram a couple within the last few weeks or something. Mm-hmm. So in the new in the in the new Jeeps, the Grand Cherokees or Grand Wagoneers or whatever, they've got they're either cream or brown or tan interiors. Mm-hmm. And I guess they have a coating on there specifically so you can wipe off the blue coloring from your jeans. Oh and my it just, gosh! And he's literally got one that's got the it's blued a little bit, and he just goes. That's good right though off. because it's that's a real thing, and it oh, really yeah. ruins interiors. Yeah, I could get it, and if you buy a fucking hundred thousand dollar vehicle, that's. Yeah, but I'm do you sure... really care at that point though? If you can afford a hundred thousand dollar vehicle, do you really care? No, you care like you a don't. lot. You care I a lot. I feel like you don't. No, because they get it detailed, right? And they're like. Because the guy who's buying no, these... They these, should get it detailed. No, I feel like... A lot of them just, like, give it to their wife, and their wife drives it with all the kids, and it just gets... I've seen GLs and stuff like yeah. this. They just get trashed. And they're just like, okay, well, turn in the lease and get a different one. That's probably some people, though. There's probably two types of people, right? People who give a shit and people who don't give a shit, right? Right, right, right. And, right, and the right. people who give a shit... You know they're just going to be happy if somebody can get it clean, right? It's going to get dirty right. as long as it gets clean. They, they probably don't. They they'll they'll be happier with it. 
Right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Like they don't mind paying to get it clean as long as it can be clean. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like at a certain point, especially on some of these, like I, I, I wonder where the line is for people to, to lease and buy a car when you have that kind of money. Because mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, I would you? What would you ever lease? Well, uh, we're gonna lease here in a week, again, second time. Why? Harry. Um, just so you don't have to keep a car that's old. No, it, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's so the financials of it are weird, um, because it's a fixed. It's like a fixed cost, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. What does it come to? I think I calculated the the, the, the compass that we've had for three years. It's probably been, different for you and I than a normal person. We should well, probably point that out because the reason I was going to get an I-3 is because the lease, and I assume you get, you get some sort of employee discount through yeah. this. Yeah, so it's, it's significantly different. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's... It's like fifty dollars a month cheaper, but 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 I guess my logic is is it's three thousand dollars a year with the compass. It was three thousand right. dollars a year for her to have a car that the entire lifetime of us having it, if it's it has warranty. a problem, right? I don't have to worry about it, right? Um, and and like. Is, you know, when when we got it initially, it's not like she had a huge down payment for for a car, and we di- we didn't have a lot of time to look for a car. So it was like trying to like, how do you go find and like, how do you find a car and be happy with it? What did she have in Omaha? A Rav or something? She had no. She had a she had like a '98 Toyota Camry. Oh yeah, that that's had, right. Had uh, like a no power issue that had no codes, and I I like literally flew to town for Christmas. And we had to like let it warm up for fifteen minutes before we could even get it to drive, and then it was like completely gutless. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And and the compass, to be fair, was like two ten a month after fully loaded Trailhawk compass. Even though it's a shitty compass, but like, you know, two ten a month. I mean, yeah. And it was zero zero money down. That was the so three thousand dollars a year, right? That right. I mean, I, I don't know how much most people are paying. For, for a car, I don't. I know. mean, I've I've paid zero, but yeah, that's I yeah. I mean, I yeah. But it's different circumstances. I understand. I understand. I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Yeah, because I'm trying to like how like I'm just saying. Would you pay? Would you lease if you didn't know? It's kind of hard to look outside the scope. But would you lease a car if you were not a car person at all and didn't have any ties to the car community? I think you'd be more likely to lease if you if you knew nothing. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Yeah, because that's how I because because they're like because there's because you can get a paint like okay so here's where we're at we're looking at Grand Cherokees this is how I negotiate we walk in there and I'm like we want a Grand Cherokee it needs to be gray and she would prefer black wheels those are the requirements <laughs> right and I'm like and they're like and they're like well do you want to go test drive I'm like no let's get straight to negotiating and the guy's like okay cool and I'm like three thousand dollars down. Two fifty a month, hit that, and and we'll we'll sign. And he's like, and they get and he and yesterday he got down to like two eighty, and he's like, well, if we do four thousand dollars down, we can get you down to two fifty. I'm like, yeah, that's an extra thousand dollars more. And he's like, I'm like, all right, well, if you can get it down to two fifty, you can. Here's our number. Give us a call. Yeah, 
So where do you, where do you go? Dealer. We just it's like just, just like everybody just, else. Yep. You just oh I see okay you just pick a dealer. I don't know if you like walked in with like your FCA badge and you're like yeah I need this this and this and get it coming today. No I wish. Well, I'm surprised they don't have a leasing department at the. So okay so here this is this is where it gets weird. Um so I can get employee so there's there's employee discounts and yep. there are. Family friends lease. Well, th- those are all the all of those fall into what you can do at a dealership, right? I get okay. a I get what's called a control number, okay, and that gets uh, I get I get five percent under invoice, mm-hmm. um, under dealer invoice. So right, so whatever incentives they have, I can get. I can get any negotiating I want, and then I can throw my my discount on it, mm-hmm. and that gets gets them pretty nice. Um, but then we have another thing that is. You can lease through work. So they're mm-hmm. one-year leases. Right. Yeah. That's what I had. And they are unlimited miles. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people who like live like, well, before when you had to drive into work, like lived an hour from work, all did it because they, they would go over in mileage. Yeah. And those, the, but the weird thing about those are is they pay for all of your tags Tax Any, title and license. Yeah. yeah, tax title and license, tires, all the maintenance. You you don't take it to a regular dealership anymore. You take it to our quality service center that, okay. that does all the warranty stuff. Yeah. And then they also pay for insurance. Oh, wow. So, so like a Grand Cherokee through the employee lease would be like $400 a month. But I can get one on the street for 270 Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, you know, how much is your insurance? Do you need? You, you got to weigh the options. Yeah, how many miles are you going to drive with the damn thing and whatever? Yeah. Have you ever been gone over on miles? Uh, if if there if the pandemic hadn't happened, we'd be over miles on the on the the compass. Oh really? Well. Yeah, we. Cut and it's it. like what fifteen cents a mile or something. Yeah, something like that. Fifteen twenty-five cents or something. Yeah. So I get a question. How 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 does do you do you as the technician have anything to do with the leases after they come into the dealership or like how does that work with the lease returns? So here here now, no, at okay. Husker or at BMW and Mercedes, sorta. Okay. It was kind of like a. I should take that back. Here, yes, because I can do a, a pre-purchase inspection, which we do for, or what we call like a a trade inspection. So if yeah. someone's trading it in, we look it over slightly before they trade it in to make sure we're not yeah. getting hosed on like, oh, this car actually has a rod sticking out the bottom and it's not worth buying. But no, that's not a lease though, right? That's Right, a- but I'm saying it applies to leases also. Okay. So like if you trade it in and it's got no tires on it, then that goes against your lease credit. Okay. But at at BMW and Husker or BMW and Mercedes, yes, we would look them over when they would get lease traded in and oftentimes they were we were supposed to look at them before they got lease traded in. Yeah. And they never got looked at. <laughs> so they would trade it in and it would need tires, it would need wheels, it would be due for brakes and that's supposed to come out of their lease payment yeah. for the agreement, but because no one ever looked at it in time, it just got fucked off. I and we just that. we just ate it, but 
But that happens everywhere because we would get cars from corporate that go through the corporate lease center, and they would need all that stuff too. So it does. It just it's just the nature of the beast, I think. But I thought the banks owned the cars, right? Like, like it our, depends our... on who, it depends on who you lease it through. Like okay. a lot of the leases we got on lease turn-ins were through MB Financial. Okay. So okay. Mercedes Benz personally financed these cars for people to lease. Yeah. Because ours is through Ally, and we have—I have no idea how the fuck it works. I'm like, I, f- I feel like Ally is the owner of the vehicle at this point, and they own it, and they'll have to f- fucking somehow sell it. I don't know how any of that works. Yeah, I wish it I just go—it just goes to either a dealer or an auction, and then they just turn it over. Yeah. Okay. So the dealer that we're going to trade it into will either possibly resell it or just or it turn it into the or they'll turn it into the yeah. If Ally requires all of them back, and then they refurb them and sell them. Yeah, okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it other than it's been fucking... It's going to be trashed because we're not cleaning it the fuck up before we return it. Right, which they send all that to clean anyways. Yeah, right? The the, the only thing they said that that they sent us... The Ally was very very thorough on what they told us to do. They have a tire requirement? Yeah. They they, They sent me a sheet, like a little sheet this big. Yeah. And it's like, if the tires are less than this, and if it had like some holes cut in it, it's like, if the dent's bigger than this, or the chip in the windshield's bigger than this, yeah, yeah, you got to get it fixed, or you're going to be charged. And I'm like, cool. So we bought tires for it and called it a day. Yeah. Bought the cheapest tires I could. Yeah, nail polish for the windshield cracks, call it a day. I, I, the, the, the requirements on the windshield cracks were pretty big. I'm, I was surprised, because I thought we'd have to like... Put a windshield in it, yeah. No, not put a windshield in it. It's just like all the little fucking really annoying chips. Pit chips, yeah. Yeah, those are the worst. I've got yeah. a couple on those in the Subaru I got. And I don't know, how do you fix those? If they're really small, you can't. If they're like pinhead size, you can't. They don't have like, I'm surprised they don't have like an epoxy you can just. Yeah, like, they do, but it's not worth it because it's expensive. Like if you expensive. have like a chip chip, if you have like a chip, like a yeah. divot chip, then it's worth it. What do you? How big of a divot chip do you mean? Like a like the size of like a tic tac or an eraser. Oh, that's big. Yeah, I don't yeah. have any that big. Just yeah, if you just have like little, little rock chips, it's worth it to just get a new windshield. That's what part of the reason I got a new windshield in the Jetta is because it was so just gravel road chipped up from long trip. Like when we went to Georgia, I just had so many like small little pits. Yeah. That it was just I just replaced it. Yeah. Yeah. I, and it wasn't expensive. I mean, it was only what, two hundred bucks cash. So, I I guess, but I just like I, I don't know. I feel like any time I've ever been in a vehicle that's had to replace windshield, it's just a fucking nightmare. Like the the Durango had its windshield replaced when I first got it. Yeah, you have to. I, I I should I should say that I know a guy. I know the guy that does it. So like, it's <laughs> it's good. I have had windshields put in by people that I didn't know, and I was like, "This windshield's got like I got an aftermarket windshield uh, on my blue jet, and it had a it had a fucking wave in the glass, <laughs> like I could see a visual impurity yeah. in the glass." And I was like, "This is crap!" So I took it back, and they put another one in. They did kind of a shitty job, but I sold the car, so I don't care. Yeah. But yeah, the the new windshield is. Oh my god, it's phenomenal! I love it. It's so clear, and it's got the rain I sensor, know. and it's just—it's so nice when you get a new windshield because you don't realize yeah. how many chips you have until you drive into the sun with a new windshield, and no. you're like, "There's nothing in front of me." No, I, it's th- like—I know exactly because on the Subaru there are three chips. 
that are very. There's three. There's only three I need to have fixed. Really. How how big are they? They're just they're minuscule. They're like they're the size of like a pencil like a, tip. Minuscule. Yeah, you can put you can put they can fix those, but it it's still it's still visually there. It's just clear. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that would be good. Maybe that wouldn't be good enough. I don't know. We're Segway. Talking, we're talking. We were talking about windows and cracks and and, ch- and chips and pits and pips and dips. And we're going to transition into ending the episode. Yeah, that's what this is right now. This isn't a good start. This is a. This is the end. This is the end. This is the end, my friend, the end. Yeah, I don't think we legally have rights to that. Uh, well, I just sung it out of tune, so... I think that's called satire, and it counts. Yeah. And Jim Morrison's dead, so I'm going to go with it. Yeah, send it. I actually used that, that, that comment in a... Uh, in a, in a in a meeting today because I went to a funeral again. You use used what comment? Uh, this is the end, my oh friend, the end. Oh my gosh! Because not everyone's used to programs getting canceled onto them, and today was programs got canceled day. So, oh wow, that happens a lot. But the younger guys don't know about it. They're like, oh no, I've worked so hard for one year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how it goes. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. All and right. you're like, you're like, there's always next year, champ. Just like this episode. Yeah. There will be next time. Yeah. Welcome back. So, or not so, welcome back, but please come back. Question mark. If you if you want to listen to the continuation of this episode, you'll you'll need to come back because it goes on for. Sometime. So we, we, 